Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Star Wars Minute. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Star Wars movies one minute at a time. I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com. I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com. And I'm Paul Rust from Twitter handle at Paul Rust. Yeah, thanks. Welcome back, Paul. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Welcome thanks back. for having me back. I mean, before we, we get into all of it, when we roll up our sleeves and dig in, guys, I just want to say thank you for having me on your show again. And, you know, I feel like I got to say... We know the show is awesome. The concept is great. Many other podcasts know that too. But what mm-hmm. really makes this show special is just how funny and charming you two are. And you uh, brighten up my day every day. So thank you so much for, I guess, doing the Lord's work. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's uh, kind words indeed. <laughs> and you mean Lord Vader, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, did I not say that? Uh, <laughs> you're doing Lord Vader's work. Okay, well, that's, so thank you. That's why we're here. Um, well, specifically, uh, uh, thank you, thank you again for that heartwarming sentiment. Um, but the, the the work that we're doing today is minute one oh six of uh, Star Wars re- re- episode three: Revenge of the Sith. One oh six starts with uh, Darth Vader asking Padme if she sees that they don't have to run away anymore. And it ends with him asking if it's because of Obi-Wan. Mm. Mm. A call and response. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like a just like a kind of uh, early 60s uh, hit song. Yeah. yeah, it's like a par- party anthem at a frat. Right. <laughs> they go, <laughs> what was the first question? What, what did you guys? <laughs> don't you see we don't have to run away anymore? That's because you were talking to Obi-Wan. <laughs> like that. Yeah, totally. I totally felt like I was in Animal House there for a second. <laughs> it's like the Moni Moni thing, which I never <laughs> learned or figured out what the crowd was yelling. I, I had heard it was dirty. Yeah. You, you guys are familiar with this? this yeah, this I, I was exposed gag. to that in like... I think eighth grade or something like that. I was at a party and I was like, oh, I like this song. And all of a sudden it was just like, wait, what's everybody's, how did everybody know this all at once? What's, what are they saying? I don't, I think one of those words was a swear word. 
Yes. On the other end, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, my wife and I went to an '80s dance night one night, and they played Moni Moni. And when it came time to do that parts, so my wife started yelling the parts, and no one else was doing. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> you were the cool kid. Well, I didn't, maybe every day, my wife's just standing in the middle of this dance floor yelling profanity. And, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's and get into one of the at her and She was like, uh, it might be too much for you guys, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. She was very bad that no one knew. Yeah. Uh, uh, so back to Moni Moni Minute. <laughs> um, there's a. Uh, there's certainly, well, I was going to turn it, there's not moany moany, but there's moan problems. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was a stretch. No, I, I don't think it was a stretch at all. I think it was the opposite. <laughs> it was retraction. <laughs> the opposite of stretching. I was hiding in my shell with that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there's, the, yeah, this, it's a weird, uh, you know, it's, it's the... I'll say Anakin and Padme relationship, but at this point it's Darth Vader. She just doesn't know it yet. But mm-hmm. right, um, I mean, it feels like a fairly pivotal scene, guys. Oh, sure. This oh, has yeah. some uh, an iconic, at least one iconic line in it. But we'll get to that as we proceed. Yeah, this is uh, Darth it, Vader once again. Actually, say the word iconic because that's the only way I can imagine. It's a, yeah, it's an iconic line. <laughs> Anakin at one point was just, he's like, you know, talking about how he's, you know, he's become more powerful, you know, with Darth, uh, Darth Sidious. And then he's like, iconic. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> Dude, that was totally iconic the way you said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So most of this minute is taken up with Darth Vader once again trying to convince someone to uh, help him rule the galaxy and uh, overthrow the Empire, just like, uh, just like in Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And once again, she she doesn't go for it. Yeah, she she was uh, there. There there was no convincer. Hmm. Yeah, what would like, he have uh, done if she, if she had said yes? If she's like, yeah, you know what, I will. Let's kill Palpatine together. I guess he would have gone for it. Well, yeah. that would happen, and then we'd go back and we'd rewatch the the old Star Wars, and they would have all changed. Oh. Like, oh, like continuing the Back to the Future. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what would I mean? I guess he'd be happy uh, that she that she agreed. I mean, the, when I was watching, I was sort of taken by like uh, he's not doing a great job at convincing somebody because he when he says I can overthrow them. He's like stutters it. He's like, I, I, I can overthrow them. And then when he says, like, I can make things how we want them to be, he's like doing the craziest eyes. And it's like, <laughs> do you think this would be how how would you trust this whatsoever? Yeah, you're, you're not selling it, dude. You, you, people don't want what you have right now. What you whatever you got going come, on there. Come in with a blanket and some hot cocoa. And <laughs> Be like, you know, yeah, I was be, thinking we just the best setting. Get play for a while. We got to take a trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's flip the tables then. Uh, suppose um, your wife said, hey, you know what? I'm going to I'm now the, the I'm going to ha- let's overthrow the emperor and let's rule the galaxy together. Would you go for it? If your if your wife turned into Darth, whatever her name was, <laughs> would you go for it? 
Um, I would. At that point, yeah. why not? I think so, because I think when you get married and take those vows, you're saying, hey, if you go and yeah. uh, want to go and do this, um, space, outer space or not, guys, you got to you got to stand by your woman. That would have been funny if when they got married, uh, like Anakin purposely put in a thing saying, you'll go along with your husband's, you know, crazy schemes. And she's like, why did you put that in? Oh, don't worry about it. It'll, uh, you know, like he knew eventually this day was going to come. So, he, uh, yeah, right. It's like a prenup. Right. Or when he said, we'll rule the galaxy. She took it as like poetry, not like. Literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. He met with our love. <laughs> I thought you meant conquer our fears. No. Oh, <laughs> It does, yeah. Like when uh, Amadal is listening to him, I, I did imagine it in the context of like a real life couple. Like, what would this be? This conversation, and I could only think of it as like if I came to my wife and I was like, I, I think I'm gonna go goth, <laughs> <laughs> but like power goth. <laughs> yes. Well, like, you wouldn't even be saying I'm thinking. But you just show up goth because right. you know. And you'd be like, hey, you're going to become goth too, right? <laughs> right. That's more what it'd be. I go, I walk into the house, I'm all gothed out, and then I'm like, and you're goth too, right? I mean, <laughs> that's what we're doing. And then I think any person's reaction would be what hers is, which is like getting really upset and saying, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of real life couples, I, uh, I've you know, recently been operating under the theory that uh, these prequels are about George Lucas being uh, consumed by Star Wars. And um, mm -hmm. yeah. so when um, so when he's saying, oh, we can make things the way we want them to be, I, I thought of uh, a conversation like George and Marsha Lucas must have had because, you know, George's Lucas's whole thing is he wants to, oh, he'll he'll have his own, uh, you know, special effects company. He'll have his own sound company, he'll have, you know, so he'll finally be able to have everything just the way we want. And, you know, she's like, dude, you're a giant nerd. And <laughs> <laughs> That's totally what Padme should have said here. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you're yes, a giant nerd. Totally <laughs> yeah. If she was like. You are such a nerd. You're so into Star Wars. <laughs> like she's like you talk about it all the time. Yeah, you, you talk about Obi Wan all the time. You're a frankly, nerd. dude. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex Declare knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, yeah, like I, 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 this, I, the, this actual uh, scene, it's like a, a, a great idea, like a, a conversation where you, Two people who are in love have to, you know, uh, say, are you going to join me or, or not? Or, and you're trying to talk somebody off the ledge. But uh, 
I, execution wise, I think there's yeah. something to be desired. Therein lie the problems with most of the prequels. It's like it's you know the the numbers you know it's paint by numbers, but the painting isn't so great. The uh, you know the the all the things it's like all right, well, yeah. we know we have to have this, 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 and then it's like well, the beats you, you got it's like you know like if you they just, got the beats, <laughs> we got the beats. They got the beats. They got the beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got it. They got the beats. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all in the execution. It's just like they didn't pay that much attention. Like they kind of gave up once they like you know broke the story essentially. Yeah, and then it's just sort of like I mean I I feel like Natalie Portman's definitely she uh, she's doing her best and like <laughs> uh, I don't know if you guys have she, ever she gets to cry, which is something that you know that's her that's her wheelhouse. You know that's her right. Yeah, that's Michael Jordan doing a slam dunk kind of a thing. <laughs> right. Like, I think. There is some weird parallel thing that happens at any time Michael Jordan does a dunk, Natalie Portman cries, like even if they're miles yeah. countries <laughs> apart. Right. They run in parallel. That does uh, the opposite happen? Does if Natalie Portman starts crying, does Michael Jordan start slam dunking wherever he is? Flies out of bed. <laughs> oh no, she must be filming that Jackie Kennedy movie. <laughs> Yeah, he's like so sick. He's like, oh, they're finally rapping on the Jackie Kennedy movie. I've been doing fifteen dunks a day. <laughs> Throw it out my back. He's like a he's like a werewolf. Like they have to like lock him into the gym. Basically, it's not safe to have him out in the real world while Natalie Portman it's more is like, filming. More like Teen Wolf. Yeah, there you go. He's like a Teen Wolf. <laughs> he uh, and the he he gets. Somehow Michael Jordan gets better at basketball when he becomes a T Wolf. <laughs> yeah, we didn't think, think those. Even better, but it, you know. didn't think it was possible. But he gets even better. Well, I guess once he becomes a Teen Wolf, then he kind of reverts to he he becomes better because he becomes younger. Oh, he he becomes like a senior in high school, right? Yes. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, well, you know, to um, to speak to the what you were saying about the George Lucas. Uh, Marsha Lucas sort of like um, backstory of this all. I I I think I talked about this maybe last time, but I was like, do you guys ever see and and Alex, I know you do a Godfather uh, podcast. See like parallels in the ways these movies are done, like because we all know George Lucas was a protege of Coppola, mm-hmm. and like. A scene like this makes me think of like um, uh, like a scene in Godfather, like between Michael and uh, Kay. Yeah. Hmm. Where it's yeah, so- I could uh, I could the like uh, it's kind of like like uh, the analogy Pete used, like the the paint by numbers are there, but the Godfather <laughs> is just using different paints than than. Uh, I mean, obviously, the Godfather is a more realistic movie of someone losing their soul and becoming evil, so it's. It's, right. it's hard to complain, right. you know. It's not like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a good analogy, and I think it. It. Anytime you compare the Godfather to one of these Star Wars movies, <laughs> the inevitably the the uh, Star Wars movie looks kind of little, you know, not as good. But um, 
Well, I don't know. The trench run scene in Godfather 2 isn't as good as the one in Star Wars. That's true. It's true. It's, we as a society, we hardly ever talk about that trench run scene in Godfather 2 because he just paled in comparison. Tessio shows up at the end. I always forget he's going to show up. <laughs> oh, I really want I that. Actually, I actually think the, this, uh, the end of this movie is like... Uh, I'd much rather see them doing bad dialogue when it's like this operatic over the top kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like this to me is much more is much more palatable than the than like them making out on the shores of Lake Naboo. You know what I mean? Like that is just so that's like uncomfortable. And this is at least like oh, it's clunky, but, you know, it's just lava blowing up and, you know, it's very over the top. So I'm willing to forgive a lot for that for that commitment. Hmm. I agree like that. uh uh this is maybe the best pitch for it to be at is like uh, constant yelling. <laughs> yeah. Although I did think like it is too bad that they're surrounded by lava exploding because that means they have to yell all their lines to be heard. And mm-hmm. so things that would have like maybe a nice bit of intensity if it was like said in a hush you can't do because you're like oh yeah i gotta talk over the volcano <laughs> yeah like she was like you're going down a path i can't follow and he's like what i what i can't hear you over the lava Should <laughs> <laughs> we go inside why don't we just go inside <laughs> but- uh yeah so she gets to say her line you're breaking my heart which is uh, comes back to uh, becomes a very problematic line later on when she actually is dying and people are like, well, I guess she's dying of a broken heart. Because right. you- it's like, well, she said so. <laughs> Thought she was just being <laughs> kind of hyperbolic, but it turns out <laughs> my hmm. my cardiologist says I'm dying of a broken heart. <laughs> what? I can't hear you. There's lava. <laughs> I guess you would trust the uh, diagnosis of the person suffering from the condition, right? <laughs> so, she said before she died, she was bra- the heart was breaking. So I think we got to take her word on this. No autopsy needed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is true. You read different things, and you kind of have to go by the authorized stuff to know if it really, if it's lore or not. But. I did hear the original line was, you're breaking my fart. Is that true? <laughs> I, th- I think originally it was, but then they realized that, that uh, you know, because it's a lava planet, the farts would just ignite instantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. It would be dangerous yeah. for the actors. And, and so they they were like, well, let's let's make it, let's keep it internal. Uh, like on <laughs> many levels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I had to make a little fart joke. No, it's, it's all jokes. Well, um, some kid riding in the back of a minivan just laughed really hard. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Oscar. The um, <laughs> Paul, are you familiar at all with the backstroke of the West? Yes, the uh, Star Wars, like uh, the sequencing. No. <laughs> I was excited to see where you were going to go with that. It's like a, a fruit. It's yellow. It kind of looks like a phone receiver, an old-timey phone. It, the, no, back, the, 
<laughs> the backstroke oh, of the yeah, west no, it's the retranslated version yeah. right yeah there you exactly. go star star war part the third or no the third gathers yeah. sorry star war the third gathers backstroke of the west yes yes the, the super double you, retranslated version of this and we, um, you've been doing like excerpts and um from them yeah hmm. yes yeah highlights. so this um highlights children. For, yeah for children um <laughs> Yeah, kids the... don't like reading excerpts for children. <laughs> um... I'd be scared to go to the doctor, but I knew in the waiting room, excerpts for children was waiting for me, and I made it okay. <laughs> Look, it's going to be somebody wrote, They have a new somebody excerpt. Did the, somebody did the hidden puzzle in ink. <laughs> Some kid ruined it. <laughs> uh, no, Peter, what were you going to say? The... Uh, so the highlight um from- well when it's instead of uh i think i guess it's, i guess it's when vader is asking padme if she sees that they don't have to run away anymore he says uh you unknown white we do not need to flee from home again wow so can uh yeah getting edgy there it's making he's making a statement about kind of you know actresses in in hollywood uh yes you know the kind of Menudo qualities of like, well, we just get, you know, we'll just get a new version of the same kind of type and, and that'll be it rather than kind of, you know. And he couldn't be more wrong. He's saying that to an Oscar winner. Exactly. Little did he know. Ultra she, known. Was she the titular black swan in that movie? Yes. Yes. Um, for, I'd say, 90% of the movie, it's like a Pixar thing where she transforms into this black <laughs> yeah. swan and <laughs> it's cute there's a magic amulet and uh yeah they have to get all the different amulets together to make it work right it's like the infinity gauntlet yeah except with ballet <laughs> <laughs> you know they're saying that in some ballet company right now they're like oh you know what we're about to do it's like the infinity gauntlet but for ballet <laughs> we know we know somebody just said that so <laughs> true i, I, I can't even imagine what they're actually working on it's like something you know some rural uh, ballet company it would probably be incredibly charming but but not at all the infinity gauntlet <laughs> yeah probably not probably not no um i just wanted to also make a note that um nothing here's my note nothing about this seems like it was filmed in a real place hmm <laughs> and I know because it's it's not like they didn't actually go to you know lava world, well, but I mean it was a real place. Well, yes, I guess. What is real, Alex? Oh, dude, you totally blew my mind with that one. <laughs> Maybe we should just like sit in silence for about three minutes here, just to let people <laughs> contemplate what. Uh, yeah, but Alex, you were saying like at least the. The green screen studio they were at was real. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, I'm they sure were so sh- removed that they were like an astral projection into <laughs> that green room. That's true. Maybe this was just you know like a it was shot directly into my mind. Yeah, with a pink laser beam. <laughs> I wish there were more pink laser beams in Star Wars. To be honest, in general. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the it's funny because I, when I saw it, it, I feel like it has the trappings of the um, 
end of empire like you said alex like the, the like the when when old in han's last scene that that sort of color scheme and the yeah right it's supposed to feel like old cloud city a bit right or not i don't know that's the vibes i get when i see it but uh if it was you know done by a uh, ms paint that's mean <laughs> that's not true they're, they're craftsmen i but come on well, it's the, you know, the the stuff that's going on looks cool. Yeah. And the people are real, but it doesn't look like those people are really in that cool stuff. You know what I mean? I think well, it's the... I can't wait for a future minute where I, I noticed a moment where I was like, there is interaction between the fake thing and the real people. And it, it jumps uh, to speak to your point. When something like that jumps out at you, you're like, whoa, that's crazy. A human interacting with its with his or her environment, that's like not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that's a good sign. Yeah, it's uh it's distracting. It's dicey. Yeah. yeah. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Uh, speaking of distracting, do you think um, does does uh, is Obi Wan does does Darth Vader see Obi Wan at this point? Like, is he looking up and know? Does he know Obi Wan is on that ship at this point? No. Yeah, because they kind of do like a big like dun 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 that he's standing there, right? Yeah, but that's like upcoming. So I'm wondering at what point he notices that Obi Wan is there. It might be in the next minute, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Oh, oh, oh! But yeah, like. Um... Like he's, um, cause it's not, it's not like x-ray vision, the force. It's just like, you sm- right. it's more well, like a knows? dog being like, Oh, I hear somebody pulling up in their car that that's my master. <laughs> well, he's definitely standing in the doorway in the next minute. So I just didn't know at what point he was standing out there. And I guess he would probably say something as soon as he saw him. He wouldn't just keep talking. Do you think there is like force etiquette? where you kind of have to be like, I'm sensing you. So like, you know, if somebody like picks their nose. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> like, they know I, you're not, you I, know, they, just, like privacy issues, uh, just r- rife uh, in, in the forest. Right. 
like you have to do like a forced cough essentially like if somebody like if you send somebody picking their nose you have to do the force equivalent of like <clears throat> just like clearing your throat so they know that you're there oh thank you thank you yeah <laughs> and you just kind of ignore that it was the forced cough you're like it could be a just a been a real cough but right thank you for yeah yeah this uh, might be the most juvenile question i've ever asked on this show and that's saying something oh boy do you think jedis can use the force so that like so they don't have to pick their own nose like they can just you levitate the, <laughs> the contents out without actually having to get their hands all dirty hmm. <laughs> the answer is obviously yes right right yeah <laughs> What's that? I forget what the rule is, but like headlines that have questions in them, the answer is already always yes or no. I don't know what the uh, this point would be much better if I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> but like, what a headline is like: Can police clean up the streets? Right. It's you know, it's always like yes or no. But I feel like anytime a question is like, do you think that you you could use the force for? It's like yes. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Some boogies. Yeah, especially in the Disney era, they could do anything now. They could do yeah, any all sorts of superpowers. They've really expanded that, so you can just kind of do whatever, as long as you you know, <laughs> just like uh, show your work. Essentially, as long as you can support it, then yeah. I hope you're there's a to shot. I hope there's a shot of Ray in the next movie, and she's standing there, and then suddenly boogers start floating out of her nose. <laughs> 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 Can we say boogers? Is boogers allowed to say oh, yeah. we said on the show? Yeah. Okay. No, it's uh, also for Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, That's all I have for 106. If when the when the boogers are flying, just what you were saying, Alex, when the boogers are flying out of her nose, <laughs> she would turn to camera and go, "What? I'm using the force." <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that you. Could, and it and it no what it is canon they should just yeah. do that more often and that's like that's the cold open for episode nine it's just <laughs> yeah. ray just like picking her boogers with the force and then she just turns to the camera it's like what i'm using it's the force. canon now it's canon, canon now. now nerds Enjoy it. But, 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 you know long you know go straight into <laughs> yeah. the opening crawl <laughs> haters gonna hate <laughs> well, that's um, all i got for 106 yeah, yeah me too I think if we're uh, talking about boogers, oh. we probably exhausted our, our notes for 106. <laughs> exhausted our notes. Uh, I'm sure you guys know this, but I think, and maybe we've even talked about it, I love the fact that um, the Star Wars theme, the, the beginning is in the same key as the 20th Century Fox theme, right? Huh. Like John, right. John Williams wrote that so that there would be continuity, so you'd hear... The, the 20th Century Fox theme, and then the note of that would connect with the opening Star Wars. And man, I love that. It's like one of my favorite uh, tidbits. So if people hadn't ever heard that, that's cool. I don't think I ever heard that. Hey, all right. Education, that's what this is about. Depending yeah, on I think how things go, there's a, there's a possibility we might get that back now. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, if Disney does their star wars thing i mean hey, does their fox thing yeah flippers crossed right guys i used a <laughs> star wars term flippers oh, I, th I thought you were talking about pinball <laughs> i think even if they, even if they don't have the movies produced by 20th century fox i think they should just use the music anyway over the disney logo you know right. what i mean 
it's so for most people that is the beginning of the star wars music you know that kind of build up and everything it's always weird when you see it in front of a movie that's not star wars it's inevitably disappointing yeah i know i i for each i'd say each movie studio i have a, a a connecting movie with it and if it isn't that movie i'm some yeah like there's some low level of disappointment hmm uh we, like I'm I curious see, as to what your all your movies and <laughs> yeah. logos are. That was my next question. Was like, what's your like, tri-star? You can't bring this up in the last minute of a podcast. This is <laughs> yeah, this we'll is sprinkle the them throughout series. throughout the week. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? Uh, right. So, what, what studio? We'll say a studio, and we each say a movie. Maybe that we have sure. some connection to. Yeah. Okay. Well, so does this one count? Tri-star, Peter, did you say tri-star? I did say tri-star, but I can't think of what. Like, I'm, mentally, <laughs> I'm trying to get to like the credits that come after that. Just for the listeners who don't know, that's the uh, unicorn or Pegasus running at the screen. Yeah, yeah. It turns into a triangle. That he turns into. <laughs> he does every unicorn's dream. He turns into a triangle. <laughs> I can't think of one for tri-star. All right, that's our homework for tomorrow. We'll come back with our tri-stars. Well, I have mine. Oh, sure. What's yours? All right, yeah. Muppets Take Manhattan. Pete, Ooh. you didn't know that for Muppets Take Manhattan? Is that's that a... your second favorite Muppet movie. <laughs> it's my third favorite Muppet movie. Your third favorite <laughs> Muppet movie. I'm no. sorry. I'm prolonging this, guys. I hope your <laughs> listeners are like, Monday's a little sweeter right now. I got a few <laughs> extra minutes. Everyone's waiting in their car to go into work, but they have to right. wait till the episode's over. So like, can't I can't, go in. can't get anything done if I don't know what Alex's TriStar is. <laughs> they go right. into work, and they're over. like, you're in a really bad mood today. What's up? And he's like, hello, I don't know what Peter's TriStar <laughs> is. Like, oh, of course. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We, we all know what that means. Everyone in the office is all sullen because they're all like... <laughs> What's Peter's TriStar? All right, so overnight, uh, before we come back tomorrow, I'm going to watch a bunch of TriStar movies and, and Please. pick them, So, Please. Yeah. We're going to have a sleepover. We just watch TriStar. <laughs> um, right, Pete, take us out of this before it gets even silly. <laughs> right. See you at the TriStar sleepover, boys. <laughs> Uh, unicorn pajamas. If you, uh, you listeners Thanks. out there, if you want to, uh, you want to go. Let's say you wanted to watch some TriStar movies. <laughs> you could go to StarWarsMinute.com slash Amazon, and it would take you to Amazon.com. You'd get a little. We'd get a little uh, cut. You would get uh, no extra charge to yourself, but you'd be able to find a lot of conveniently uh, available uh, TriStar pictures. Um, so why don't you go do that? Watch them. We're going to have a sleepover. And we'll, uh, Paul, can you, uh, after the sleepover, can you come back tomorrow? I'll have to ask my parents, but if they say, yeah, I will. All right. I'm sneaking out. It's just it's <laughs> tough sometimes. You guys know to do two sleepovers two days in a row. It's, it's asking a lot from mom and dad. But I, I think yeah. I did my chores early, so I think the lady. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's more of an imposition on the host's mom and dad more than your mom. And I think That's your true. mom and dad would be like, awesome. Another day where we can just hang out. Yeah, we're nothing personal. <laughs> um, well, then hope, all right. we'll, we'll, we'll all meet back here tomorrow. Yeah, for a brand new episode of Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Minute. Yeah.